and welcome to the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Mintel, the relationship doctor, and I'm here along with my co-host, Chris Weigel. And every weekend we're here, we're doing life together, and as always, we're just thrilled that you've joined us. You know, Dr. Linda, you always say you are here along with me, but this weekend things are just a little bit different, and if you're listening to the show, you can probably tell that uh, Dr. Linda and I are not in the same room together. I'm in the studio. Dr. Linda is out of town, and Dr. Linda, so many people are working remotely these days, Zoom, Skype, all this stuff. Uh, We've taken that opportunity to say, hey, let's do that with the show, too. And uh, you're away, and I'm here, and and so far, things are going pretty good. Yeah, and we we have to do this because it's one of our governor's uh, directives. So we Mm. have to social distance, and we're not supposed to be in the same room unless we absolutely have to be. So we're using Skype. Chris, you're an engineer also, so you're really good at figuring out that technology and making this work. I can actually see you, so I can see all the crazy expressions that you give. I can see that you're drinking your coffee as usual. I mean, this is a first for us. Everything is a first. This is so unprecedented in terms of what we're doing, and uh, I'm, I'm really trying to roll like everybody else's. And so we thought we would talk a little bit about how we're doing with the home environment, and we would do a show this week on how to create a very positive environment in your home. So my first question, how's it going in the Weigel house? So far, not too uh, not too poorly. Our kids are sort of wired in such a way that uh, they're really, for their ages, 4, 8, and 12, they're oddly not hard to entertain. So Sharon and I had this conversation the other day. We said, uh, should we try to make sure the kids are okay? And, and she said, you know what? Honestly, they seem to be doing just fine because they're just not, they're sort of homebodies. Plus... We already homeschooled anyway, so for all the folks who are panicking right now about having to homeschool their kids, welcome aboard, man. This is <laughs> this is how it is. Well, I figured the transition for your family would be easier because of that homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Even when I come to the studio, you know, your kids are usually, you know, they do their own thing. They kind right. of play. They, they You have a big yard at your home, and I think you have a lot of space in that home, so right. they can have a big, long driveway. They can play outside and not have to even engage with other kids. That's what's happening right now. There's a creek in the woods next to our house, and they've been down there all day. That's what they do all day. They do the schoolwork, then they go play in the creek, and there's a ferry town, and there's a bridge, and there's a, a some sort of village being built along the creek right now. <laughs> and it sort of leads me to this. I know people sort of panic about, oh, what do we do with the kids? What do we do with the kids? We have found that kids are very, they're very resilient. They can, if you give them the opportunity, entertain themselves pretty well. And, and you may not have a creek next to your house or a big yard or anything like that, but the kids will find something to do. Yeah. And the challenges we're going to talk about that is to make sure it's not just staring at screens all day and right. you, you might give them some other suggestions. Well, listen, Norm and I have been uh, for days in the house as much as we can. I do have to come in occasionally because I have some essential work I have to do to the office, but I'm all by myself. There's literally no one on my floor, but me mm. in, the, in the office when wow. I go in. And I'm in my office by myself, so we're following all the directives we're supposed to do. We've got hand sanitizer everywhere. (laughs) Um, So that's all good. But, you know, he looked at me the other day and he said, I think this is what retirement's going to be like. Oh, wow. We're we're like, huh, maybe we need to think of some hobbies and some things that we need to do. Well, you, unfortunately, are stuck in the house with Dr. Norm, and he happens to be a very accomplished cook. Oh, my gosh. It is incredible. So now, you know, we made our, our trip to the store to stock everything up and and do our thing. And I'm telling you, every night he comes up with a creation, Chris, Mm. that 
is beautifully presented. <laughs> it, I, I told them at one point, I said, you ought to start an Instagram account and you mm. ought to put these, these meals on Instagram, just maybe as a way of showing people what they can do during quarantine and, and figure it out. I know we're seeing a ton of videos that, you know, help people with all kinds of things. There are all kinds of apps you can go to and you can look at for ideas. I've seen more pet videos, I think, than I've ever <laughs> seen. And they, they do make you laugh, which is a really good thing. But we're seeing lots of creative ways that people are entertaining themselves. Yet there are a number of people that are listening right now and you're thinking, I'm in a small space. Maybe I'm in a big city. I'm starting to feel cabin fever. Um, so we really did want to do a show on helping everybody develop and create that positive environment in their home. And I think even the best families who generally get along great, when you're stuck in the same house together for this long, it can make everyone feel a little bit more stressed. You know, Dr. Linda, let's let's go ahead and jump in and talk about the first things that we uh, that you have found that can help when we're in a quarantined at home situation? The very first thing I would say is that every single day with whomever is in your space, that you need to ask that person, how are they doing? If you're a, a married person, you need to be having a check-in every day, whether it's at night or first thing in the morning, where you say, how's it going? How are we doing? Same with children. Make sure you talk to them. How's everybody doing today? Are we good? We call this kind of like taking your emotional temperature. Since we're all kind of geared into taking temperatures and making sure we don't have fevers today, I think we need to think about that also on an emotional side to ask your partner or to ask your kids, you know, is their temperature rising? Is it normal? Is it spiking a fever? And I'm talking about emotionally now. Are people, you know, evening out or are people getting a little bit more irritable, maybe angry, maybe frustrated? And talking about what could help with that is a really good idea. And you can ask each other, what could we do differently so that tomorrow things are a little bit better? And how can we normalize the day to make things better as well? How can we create space around each other? Because, you know, some of us are in tight spaces. Yeah, we, we have a lot of spaces in our house. So we could go from different rooms and, and move around. And I noticed our dog is doing that. <laughs> I, I'm looking at us going, like, why are you two here all the time right. invading my time? And I find her jumping down from a, a space where Norman and I are, and then she goes to another part of the house. And then she'll move to another part. So she's even feeling the sort of the presence of all of us being in that home. You can do a corner of a room. You can have a closet area where you go if you have to go and just kind of get away for a moment. The weather's getting a little bit warmer in some places, so you can also go outside, take walks, uh, play in the yard. That's a way to kind of get away. The point is to just make sure that you're communicating with each other, taking some personal time when you need it by creating a space where you can have your own place. You know, it's tempting when we have this much time to just uh, be at home. Uh, it's tempting to sit and watch TV a lot and really not do anything. But you would say that that's not a good idea. Right. We need to, we really do need to create structure. I would say wake up at the same time every day, just like you would before the COVID-19 virus happened. Cook meals together. Uh, get everybody involved in meal. This might be a good time to sort of reset with chores and getting kids uh, participating in the meals. Do your meals together. 
Chris, we've done shows before that we where we've talked about how important it is for families to eat dinner together and how that's a risk prevention factor in families with kids. The more you eat together, the better the kids seem to do, the better well-being they seem to have. So I think it's a great idea to take time to slow down, have your meals together, and then get people uh, into cleaning, cleaning drawers, pantries. I found things in my pantry from 2015. (laughs) And we threw a ton of stuff away in our freezer that had been there forever. So this is a good time to get down in your basement, your garage, your pantries, your drawers, and make sure that you, you know, if you have stuff even in your clothing, make a section of your house for Salvation Army giveaways and start getting the kids to donate and have everybody go through their clothing and see if you can, you know, donate some clothing. I think that could be great. And then be very considerate in this time where we're together. If you have to work at home, try to schedule your your calls to work when maybe your kids are napping if you have young kids. Maybe try to do things when people are off their devices so it's quieter in the home. Be considerate. Think about how you can best structure the day so you can get things done. The most important point is don't vegetate in front of a screen and engage in negative behaviors. Instead, do positive things like games and reading and art and science projects, those type of things. Well, the topic of today's program is creating a positive home during a quarantine. You're listening to the Dr. Linda Mental Show. And as you can probably tell, Dr. Linda and I are not in the same studio. She's out of town, so we are uh, practicing social distancing on uh, this weekend's program. That's right. Stick around. We've got plenty more to come on how you can survive uh, the folks in your home during a quarantine. The news these days is full of so many sad, depressing, or downright frightening things that cause us to go through our days with frowns on our faces and a cloud over our hearts. Hi, I'm Dr. Linda Mintel, the Relationship Doctor, and I've got a suggestion for you to help ward off the heaviness that you might be feeling. The Bible is clear. Laughter does good like a medicine. One clear antidote for heaviness is to increase the laughter in your life. While my friend was battling cancer, she made it a regular habit to watch all the wonderful old comedy movies she could find. Laughing with her husband allowed them both to enjoy a rush of endorphins and precious moments together. Now, I'm not telling you that laughter alone will solve everything, but it will clear out the gloom. Reading God's Word and living in His promise is our best armor. But having a good laugh every day will help keep your focus off those things you can't control. It'll cut down on your wrinkles and increase your trust in the God who rules your world and the world around you. Welcome back to the Dr. Linda Mental Show, and today's topic is creating a positive home environment during a quarantine, and we've got a lot more to talk about. But before we move on, I want to remind you to check out Dr. Linda's website, drlindamental.com. That's where you will find her books, blogs, and you can connect on social media. And remember, an easy way to know what she's writing about each day is to follow Dr. Linda on Twitter and Facebook 
at Dr. Linda Mental. And you can listen to the podcast on iTunes. And Dr. Linda, today's topic is based on a blog that you just wrote. That's right. And we've been talking about fear and anxiety and worry. And every time we talk about those topics on our show, I write a blog that goes along with that, that you can find on myfaithradio.com. And or you can go to iTunes and just listen to the show. If you just Google my name on iTunes and put Dr. Linda Mintel in, it'll come right up. Chris, there's been a, a lot more demand for my book, Letting Go of Worry, because that is a, a thing that we all have to fight during this time, because certainly there are a lot of things that we could worry about. But we're here to give you encouragement and to help you and especially help you with the time that you have with your families at home. And if Dr. Linda sounds a little different this week, that's because she is, in fact, at a different place. We are in uh, different studios this week. And so uh, practicing a little social distancing, which right now is, is a good idea. We are doing our part to flatten the curve. That's right. <laughs> now, Dr. Linda, before the break, you were about to uh, use a, a word that I don't like, and that is exercise. It's a good way to uh, combat some of the uh, the cabin fever type issues we might be dealing with right now. And to combat a mood that you might be getting into. If you're feeling a little bit irritable and anxious and angry, then exercise really does help because it gets those natural endorphins going and it makes you feel a whole lot better. So I am a firm believer that we all need to be very intentional during this home quarantine to exercise. And you can exercise in front of the television. Uh, I, I saw a post the other day on Facebook where someone was giving all kinds of tips you can do to do squats, to do planking, if you know what that is. Mm. You can march in place. You can be watching television and marching in place. And you can go up and down your stairs if you have stairs in your house. If you have a, a pet, an animal, you can walk the dog and get out of the house a little bit and get some fresh air. So just be very creative. You know, Chris, we have one of those exercise bikes in our basement, like probably a lot of you listening mm -hmm. have, that has not been used as regularly as it's needed to be. But Norm and I have been on that bike almost every day since we've been doing this quarantine. So that's a really good way to let off some steam. You had uh, mentioned in the notes exercising to what I thought was an APP, but it's an app. It's an app. So there are a lot of great apps uh, that you can go to. My daughter is a dancer, and she has found these dance instructors from So You Think You Can Dance have put online free dance classes. And so she's taking bar classes in the morning with dancing and ballet, and she's working out with people that she never would have been able to do that with before. So it's been terrific. I wonder if, if I did a dance class, how that would go. You and Sharon should do that. You should put <laughs> on something and let your kids watch for entertainment. <laughs> Sharon enjoys Zumba. Oh, does she? Mm -hmm. Does she do it at home? Yes. She does. So yeah. what are you doing to get the exercise? What's your What's your role? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so just think how you're what you're teaching your children i know just gonna, i know right. well we're talking about ways to be intentional in terms of making your home a positive environment during this uh time of quarantine and we've discussed exercise during this segment but uh dr linda what happens when we find ourselves becoming very anxious so if anxiety is getting to you during this time we need to practice relaxation methods there are a number of these that you can do. If you can just get aware that you're getting more tense, you're getting more anxious, the stress is getting to you, then just take five, 10 minutes. And again, if you can find some small space in your home, it might be a closet, it might be a corner, it might be a basement, somewhere where you can go and you can do a few things. Let me, let me go over a couple of easy ones. You can do deep breathing. And all that means is you, from deep in your diaphragm, you take a really big breath and then you hold it and then you let it out very slowly. And when you're doing that, 
it will relax your body and it will help you slow down a little bit and give you a chance to re-engage in a, a calmer way. There's another one that I like, which is called progressive muscle relaxation, where you mm. tense up your arm, you relax your arm. You tense up your leg, you relax your leg. You basically go through a number of the muscles in your body. You tense them for a few minutes, and then you relax them for a few minutes. And those are also really good. I'm going to recommend, Chris, that people look for these online. One of the ones that I use with medical students that I really like is a site, if you go to dartmouth.edu, and you put in relaxation methods, you will get a person's voice who will actually lead you through the relaxation uh, technique. So relax somebody your will, arm, release your arm. Now tense your arm, relax your arm. Mm -hmm. People that do this on the recordings are fantastic. I actually used to do it myself for patients when we had those little cassette tapes. Oh, wow. And give them out to different patients. But they have a really good one on guided imagery where they walk you through this beautiful forest and they and they engage your senses in this where they have you hear the rustling of the creek and feel the sun on your on your back and all of this. Now, I have to tell you, that one creeps me out because when I think <laughs> of a forest, <laughs> I think of bugs and insects and mud and <laughs> things mm. that I don't like. But there's one for the beach. There's all these really nice in a snowbound cabin and trying to get you focused on distracting your mind away from the anxiety and onto the more relaxed content. The other thing that is really good, there are a lot of songs on the Internet that you can play, that you can listen to. I don't know about you, but I'm getting inundated on my Facebook accounts with all kinds of great choirs and groups of people that have gotten together and you probably understand how they produce this and they're all singing a song it's amazing it's as if they all sing it at the exact same time it's it's pretty interesting should we do that should we do one for our sure audience? yes that would be that would be a great relaxation tool for everyone well i'll tell you the one i love there was one that somebody did in nashville and it was it is well with my soul mm. and it was just beautifully done i think there were 15 people on that but it was Beautiful. And I put that on my computer and let that play. And I just closed my eyes and I meditated to that song, which was written in a time of deep trouble for mm. the person who wrote it. And it really was relaxing and it really did help encourage my soul. So going to music and using music as a way to meditate and relax is also a great way to do things. When we are uh, quarantined, if you will, and we're all stuck in the same place together, do you think it'd be a good idea to keep track of what's making you angry and when you get angry? I do. I really think that's an important one. We can get more frustrated, irritable, and then anger can fly. We can start yelling at people. We can argue. This is a time when we really have to work on our patience with each other. So some simple technique like counting to five before you respond to somebody, being very forgiving when something has happened in the house that you haven't liked, and asking your partner maybe even to give you a nonverbal cue if your anger starts to be rising. So if you're not really aware of it, your partner can even you know give you some type of cue that says, hey, you're getting a little out of control, you need to calm down again. That is going to be really important for each of us to make sure that we're not taking out our frustration onto each other and onto the kids. Again, if you need a break, if you need an adult timeout, go somewhere, take a deep breath, calm yourself down, and try to be aware and practice good anger management. 
Well, this is the Dr. Linda Mental Show, and today Dr. Linda is in another spot, and we are just uh, sort of out of necessity practicing a little social distancing today. The topic of today's program is creating a positive home during the quarantine, and Dr. Linda has several more uh, steps and some pieces of advice to help us get through a time like this, and we want to get to the rest of those after the break. Everyone worries, don't they? Well, just listen to the nightly news or read the economic forecast or even talk to your family. Hi, I'm Dr. Linda Mintel. Opportunities to worry present themselves many times during our day. So why would God tell us not to worry when it almost seems like it's impossible? First, he knows the physical damage worry does to our bodies. Second, he wants to calm us down by taking the burden of control away from us. Hey, we don't have control. No matter how much we think we do, he does. And third, he wants us to trust him. The root of worry is doubting God. Doubt is not trusting that God is who he says he is, or he will do what he says he will do. So every day, take your worries to God. Rehearse his goodness, accept his grace, and walk in the confidence that he is in control and he's working all things for your good. From the moment we're born, we're in relationship. At first, we depend on others to take care of us, to meet all of our needs. Then as we grow older, we make friends, we meet school teachers, later a boss at work and a spouse at home. Every relationship is important. Every relationship requires cultivation and nurturing. And at some point or another, every relationship has its challenges and they revolve around conflict. Did you know that you can grow through conflict and become such a healthier you than you ever expected? Well, I want to help you look at conflict in new ways, to approach conflict in ways that work. My book, We Need to Talk, can help you become a better problem solver, learn to negotiate differences, and strengthen all relationships even when conflict seems destructive. Well, let's face it. Conflict is an unavoidable part of our everyday life, but conflict doesn't have to overwhelm you or destroy your relationships. We Need to Talk, an important book by Dr. Linda Mental, is written to help you successfully navigate conflict. Find We Need to Talk wherever you buy books online. This is the Dr. Linda Mental Show, and Dr. Linda has written numerous books that you can find on her website or online, drlindamental.com. And remember, you can listen to the podcast anytime on iTunes. And if you think this show might be helpful to someone you know, be sure to tell them about that podcast. Speaking of Dr. Linda's blog, today's program is based on a blog that Dr. Linda wrote. Uh, Today we're talking about creating a positive home during the quarantine. And Dr. Linda is in another place right now across the state. (laughs) We're not in the same studio. I'm waving to you so I can see you, but we're not in the same we're social distancing. That's right. So we do have a little bit of a a link up here where we can see each other. And uh, that brings us to one point that you wanted to make about using Zoom, Skype, Facebook, or any of these other platforms to reach out to friends and extended family. And it's interesting because even though we are all separated with social media, it doesn't seem 
as bad, I don't think. This is the benefit of technology. This is one of the positive things we can say because we can use FaceTime and see each other. I'm able to see my daughter in another state and my son in another part of the state. And it's so great. And, you know, we've talked about, I've seen all kinds of crazy Zoom get-togethers that people are doing. You can do something as fun as doing charades on Zoom or Pictionary with mm-hmm. friends. And I think we need to laugh a little bit. So Norm wanted everybody to come up with a joke once a day. He wanted everybody to get a joke once a day and start doing something with humor. But I think it's great because kids can see their grandparents on FaceTime and, you know, technology is keeping us connected. So that's a good thing. You just have to remember to wear appropriate clothing because there there have been some cases of people that they've forgotten about the video aspect of social media. <laughs> it can get you into trouble. I've seen those stories. Yes. Now, Dr. Linda, you do have a, a caution for everyone during a time like this. Yes, and that is to avoid medicating with substances. And that means alcohol too. So if you already struggle with alcohol, you need some help in that household with somebody being responsible and to help you not drink too much. I think that's a real concern that I have, Chris, is that it would be easy for people to sit at home and drink a whole lot more maybe than they're used to. And that could be dangerous. Also, we want to make sure that we're not doing online shopping on a a level that we're spending what we don't have. And again, another big concern is when you're bored, you have time on your hands, or you're trying to figure out a way to escape from the um, sort of boredom sometimes of being quarantined, people sometimes turn to pornography. So boredom, stress, and anxiety can lead people to want to escape in negative ways. And my biggest concern is don't even dabble in this. Just avoid it, flee, run away from it, and don't do that. And then, Dr. Linda, if someone is drinking too much and becoming unsafe, what can you do? If you feel unsafe, you need to reach out to the police or get on a hotline and get help. So all the police and emergency services are still operating. The helplines are in place and they can be called. And please do that if you feel that your safety is of concern. Some of you may want to contact your church and ask your church for a number or some place to to go if you need to do that. The churches are trying to be very responsive to the mental health needs. There are a number of national hotlines. I want to give the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 800-273-8255. Well, Dr. Linda, as we wrap up the show today, we have one more tip that you want to uh, talk about before we go. It's developing a gratitude list, Chris. A crisis often forces us to think about what's important. And I know a lot of people are thinking about that. But it also helps us take time and think about how blessed we are. So start and end your day with a gratitude list. Have everyone in the family contribute maybe one or two items each morning and every night. You could even put a basket out in your house and say, whenever you think of something you're thankful for, put it in the basket. And then at the end of the day, you could take time and read it. But during this time, spend time as a family or even if you're by yourself, when you pray, count your blessings. There's an old hymn that was called Count Your Blessings, and it says in that hymn, name them one by one. Peace in your home is possible when you get your eyes off of the circumstances and onto God. Peter reminds us of this when he was in a storm at sea, and we're certainly right now in a storm. His boat was rocking, the waves were crashing, and he sees Jesus a ways off walking on the water. Then Jesus tells him to step out of the boat by faith, to walk on that water in the middle of the storm. Peter obeys, but when he looks away from Jesus, he begins to sink. 
When he fixes his eyes on Jesus, he is okay. So during this unprecedented time in our history, lead your family to fix their eyes on Jesus. He is the one who can calm the storm. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Many thanks to our producer, Normental, our engineer, and my co-host, and actually was our producer this week, Chris Weigel, who makes the show a conversation. From all of us here at Faith Radio, we'll talk to you next weekend. In the meantime, remember, we're doing life together, and it's better when you don't have to do it alone. Well, thanks for listening to this conversation from the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. These podcasts are available because of listener support. You can make a gift now at MyFaithRadio.com. And thanks for sharing this audio link with a friend and helping us grow the impact of the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. Also, take a moment to subscribe to the podcast today at iTunes or your podcast player, and you'll never miss a show.